Thanks for tuning in to the Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. We're on episode 114. I am Josh Roop. My co-captain has decided to fly off to another country. He will not be back for a couple weeks. But in the meantime, we have an exciting guest on today. But before I get to him, I want to remind you, Venom just released. It's looking amazing. The gameplay footage is fantastic. If you haven't checked that out, go on YouTube. But if you want that game, hit up Zach Nicole Mini at Flippin' Out. I just got my Foo Fighters on my birthday last Tuesday. Literally 4 o'clock on my birthday showed up. It was the best birthday present ever, and it's been a fantastic game. I am just loving this game. My family's loving this game. If you want that magic in your home, give Zach and Nicole Mini a call, or you can do like I do. I go on Facebook, and I hit them up through Messenger, and that way it's easier to get maybe a response and kind of keep a track of, like, did I message him? Did I not? But anywho, enough of that. I have... An absolute, I, I don't even know how to, I don't, even, there's no words to really describe how amazing this man is. His artwork is driven the whole art front in pinball, in my opinion. He's a two time Twippy winning champion, which means he has the most Twippies for artwork. And it's Year of the Yeti, the sequel. First, it was Avengers and Ninja Turtles. And now we have Venom and Foo Fighters. So if you'll please welcome Jeremy Packer, aka Zombie Yeti. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Uh, other than you bring up something interesting, which is, if you recall, the year of Turtles and Avengers, I did not win a Twippy. That is really split, weird to me. I split the vote. No, I split the vote uh, no. for starting. So, eh, whatever. And by the way, way to go. You're fighting yourself and someone else won. <laughs> nothing against nothing against awards. It's all nice and good. But don't worry, guys. I don't lose sleep. <laughs> So what do you have? Yeah, we won't even talk about the competition on that one. I, I don't like, even know. Like, have... I don't even know. I don't have all my. I don't even have all my awards, and and the ones that I do have, I think are like in like a storage area or something. Like I don't. I don't. Well, Sorry. if you beat Franchi again this year, you've got to. He tries to do the the Twippy stomp, and you know he's got to do it again. I think he's got like four games coming out yet, or something, or 10. something. I'm not like sure that. which. Yeah, no Galactic like King Force just came out in the in March or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But enough about that though. But your artwork is everywhere this year. How how are you feeling about this? I apologize. I actually. <laughs> uh, so by the way, I don't make the schedule, and it just so happens that in this case, two games were scheduled back to back, where licensors had me as part of of the the ask and the contract, right? And, and like, I remember when, when it all came about and they were talking about it and I, I kept going like, um, like, you know, this isn't, this isn't going to be fun. <laughs> like, this isn't going to be conducive for me to try to do my best work. I was, I was concerned for that. Right. Like, yeah. cause I'm always concerned about, you know, being able to do the best that I possibly can with the time that I have. But, but in the end, you know, uh, I, you know, I, it, it was, you know, it was a similar situation with Turtles and Avengers where the first game gets sort of a, a more attention. And then and and then the second game is like the 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 rush to the finish line. Now, in this case, it wasn't quite as bad as Turtles and Avengers. OK, because technically I had started doing uh, sketching on on uh, on um, Venom before it became uh, you know, a priority, uh, to do, um, Foo Fighters. Uh, okay. and, and yeah, 
but 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 actually there's there's so much more to it but yes um but yeah i i am i apologize because i the last thing i want to do is uh make people get tired of me and so so i remember when they told me that these were going to be back to back i said uh well if can you guys just not blame me uh when the year's over and you look at the at the uh the numbers like just don't blame me uh, that goes both ways, by the way. So. <laughs> well, and honestly, these packages are looking fantastic. And the one, so let's talk Foo Fighters first, because when we both kind of discussed this, you said this was like a project 10 years in the making or something like that. So tell me more. Well, about that. So, so like, I think the first, I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of true. So from my side of it, I first started uh, doing work, um, for the band, uh, merch work in like 2011, I think 2011, 2012. As a matter of fact, some of the, some of the things I did during that time, they still like, it's, it's sort of made its way, uh, to now it's still being used. It's a lot of it is, is still sort of being iterated and I can, I can send you some of that stuff if you ever want to see it, but, um, but anyway, and so, you know, that's a very impersonal situation. You know, you're work you're working with like a, a a third party or whatever. But over time, you get you know requests to do more and and whatever. And and it was actually like 2016 or 2017. Really bad with numbers, by the way. That's why I don't do uh, anything with numbers. I just I can color pictures and draw things. But. Uh, um, but anyway, uh, so so what happened was they had asked me to start doing, um, you know, some some gig posters. And that actually comes from, um, in this case, at the time, it came from management. And so then it sort of, you know, parlays into into something a little different. Uh, anyway, ten- tangentially, at the same time, in a parallel world, uh, they were looking to do a pinball game. And so there were conversations being made you know, obviously out of my purview and, and it just so happened at the same time, you know, I'm doing, you know, Iron Maiden, I'm doing, you know, Primus, all these things. And so I think it was, it was after Primus, Iron Maiden, uh, and Deadpool that year that it got on my radar and actually management was like, Hey, by the way, we're, we're looking to do a game, uh, with Stern. We're, we're getting things going and, and, uh, we, uh, we're making it. So you're going to be the guy to do it. And I go, oh, that's cool. Like, that's nice. Yeah. And then, um, obviously, Jody Dankberg's the guy who handles all that stuff at Stern. And, and so Jody gave me a heads up as well. And I go, okay. So they, they weren't just telling me lies. <laughs> they were telling me the truth. That's great. And, uh, and, and from there, it's sort of, I remember having meetings, like, like Zoom calls with, with the, the management about the project early on, like probably as early as 2019. Okay. There was even another designer that was on it for a period of time. I think I can say that. Okay. Uh, and, and, but it was sort of like a weird transition time. And so it kind of was like, well, let's, you know, anyway, you know, we had zoom calls. I remember the first zoom call we had with Dave and, uh, 
he went ahead and, and basically made fun of all of our environments that uh, where we were like our offices and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's real nice, sir. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I was very quiet. I, I tried to be on my best behavior. So I didn't look like a total, total nerd. But uh, but anyway, so so it was it was a long time. So I had time to think about it for years. And I actually kind of uh, worked a lot of my gig poster uh, concepts around sort of these little vignetted ideas that I, I started to sort of pad out in my head of, of where this could go and what it could be. Not ever thinking it actually would end up being what could actually be in the game. Yeah. Because I didn't know who I was going to be working with. I didn't know where it was going to go. And it just so happens it was, it was Jack and Tanyo. Yeah. And Jack and Jack and Tanya, for some reason, listen to me and like me and respect me. And and so they, when I when I pitch ideas to them, uh, they made them sound way better than what I thought they were. Uh, and so so I sort of like laid on the table, you know, my whole sort of backstory for for some of uh, of. Uh, you know, the character of, of what became the overlord. He didn't really have a name at that time. And, and just between all of us, you know, sort of having these sort of zoom powwows, uh, it just started, you know, avalanche. And, and I just come up with concepts and toss them to them and, and uh, assume they were terrible and they'd all be like, no, this is great. And then it would get me all excited and give me confidence to go, well, I think I'm going to dig in a little further with this stupidity and, and anyway, and then the band, the band was totally on board. Um, and, um, I, I do, I do recall, I will take credit for this. I, I think I was the first one, uh, to, to say this. And I just said, listen, guys, this is probably the closest we're ever going to get to being able to do an original theme. Yeah. It's not an original theme, but what they're allowing us to do here is the closest we're going to have probably as long as I'm in pinball, I don't, you know, who knows, maybe things will change, but, but I go, this is, this is probably the one. So let's not drop the ball on it. And, and, uh, I, I was, I was trying to be like, um, you know, uh, supportive and, and, uh, and energetic and, and like, be like, Hey guys, this is great. But at the same time, it, it's also a lot, uh, a lot of weight, yeah. uh, when you look at it that way. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, but, you know, thankfully, uh, you know, working with Jack and working with Tanya was was, you know, it was easy and, and breezy. I mean, those guys are great. Tanya and I had worked on Deadpool, you know, and, and uh, we we bonded quite a bit on Deadpool, especially when when uh, it changed um, designers. You know, we were kind of in the woods on our own for a while. And so so, you know, we. uh we, we have a really good rapport in that regard. And then, and Jack, I don't know if you know this or not, but Jack, you know, he is tall. Yeah. Which is funny because you're tall yourself. No, no, but he makes me feel short. So I don't, I don't like him because of that. But don't tell him that. <laughs> we won't no, say no, a word. I, <laughs> anyone who makes me feel like I make somebody else feel. No, no. Uh, no he's, he's extremely tall. But no, uh, Jack, it was interesting with Jack because he was kind of, I don't think I'm telling uh, tales out of school to say this, but uh, Jack was uh, really, you know, he had done Jurassic Park. Yeah. And he had a lot of great ideas. 
and I think it was just sort of, you know, he was learning the process on a cornerstone of, and it's sort of, you know, the team coming together, everything. And I think that worked in his favor and to our favor because, you know, like he, some things he would go like, well, what about this? That somebody else might go, I know we can't do that. And then in the process, <laughs> he would kind of come to a compromise. He, he's a very efficient uh, designer uh, in that regard, which I, I relate to because to do what I do in the time frame, you know, efficiency is very important. You know, like you don't, you, you got to use every, every second uh, as best you can. So, um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. There's, I, I, did I go too long on that line? No, know. not at all. So, <laughs> you know me, I can't shut up. So <laughs> there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. People love it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, and the other question I had too, because you, if I understood correctly, you're brought in a lot earlier on the Foo Fighters process than most pinball machines. Was that because of the relationship and whatnot? It, well, it definitely was, but I will say this. Over the years, I had um, shoehorned myself in as early as possible on the projects I was attached to because I wanted to be able to get, you know... It, it, so when I dig into a project, like, I really, I promise you, there's... Until I completely get it, until it clicks, and until I have sort of my direction and sort of, you know, what really sort of drives me and excites me, makes me feel like I'm, you know, 13 years old again or whatever, which, which drives, you know, the, the, the focus and ambition to not fail, by the way. Uh, so it's a good thing, but, yeah. but, but I, I want to start as early as possible. And, and by the way, I wouldn't, I wouldn't charge a lot of times, even for some of those hours for things like that. Like, I'd be like, listen, just, in my spare time, just give me a heads up on where we're going. Let me kind of feel this out and, and make some decisions. I would come up with different concepts for my direction visually on what I think we could do. Godzilla is a great example. So Godzilla is probably the first one where I started. I think I started right after Avengers. And like, even though I wasn't set to start, I said, I want to start. I want to, I want to feel this one out. I want to decide where, you know, where to go. I want to make sure I'm going the right direction. And and so I was able to put a little bit more focus. I did a lot of sketches and a lot of them, you know, will never see the light of day. Uh, I, I didn't even show them to the team or whatever. I just, you know, throw them away, whatever. I mean, well, obviously I still have them, but, but, but at the same time, it was one of those things where, where, I was able to, by doing that, have a much better understanding of where I could go and where I couldn't go. So coming up with creative solutions for certain things, um, it made it a lot, a lot easier uh, because, you know, I, I, I don't rush to the finish line. Uh, I probably, they'd love it if I did, but I kind of feel like uh, I'm doing a disservice if I don't sort of feel my way through something, which sounds pretentious and dumb. But but it's it's not. I promise. I don't. I don't. I don't purport to be uh, an important artist, by the way. <laughs> but I'm a I'm, I'm a careful one. I, I try. I try not to. Uh, I try not to waste time. Now I'm sure there's some people on Pinside who would say that uh, I do. Anyway, they don't count. <laughs> they don't count. <laughs> no, no, no. They absolutely. You, you, everyone counts. But. Uh, 
so so from from that experience on Godzilla uh, and and just going, you know, that worked out well. And then seeing the response to Godzilla, which was so positive, minus the the watermelon crab. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I, I I said, well, I've got to have another uh, main character with with green. What's my next project? And they said, Foo Fighters. I said, no problem. I'll figure it out. Anyway, uh, that's an overlord joke. But uh, no, so so uh, I I wanted to start immediately uh, as soon as I could after God's after Godzilla because number one I knew that and actually it was Venom that I started on after Godzilla. Okay. And and I think um, I think I had done concept sketches for um cabinets uh and and uh and and back glasses but we're talking like thumbnails like they weren't very refined it was just sort of well here's an idea here's a direction or whatever and because don't you guys do that when you're when you're doing concepts for pinball machines don't you start out small and kind of just paste it on there so that way it gives it a general direction well i don't well, yeah. So I, 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 uh, I just basically make a very, I, I make the templates very small so that I stay loose and I say, I don't get too, cause I can get caught up in, in like stupid details and, and it's a terrible thing to do. And that's why thumbnails exist for artists and, and the concept of it, kids, if you're artists out there and you don't like doing thumbnails, you're doing yourself a disservice. It took me many years to realize this, but, uh, color sketches also aren't bad. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, I would, um, come up with concepts. We didn't always blow them up and put them on, on boxes that actually usually comes when we do like the, the, uh, sort of internal reviews with like the execs and stuff like that, like that there's times where, where we'll do that. And in the case of, uh, Foo Fighters, we definitely did that, um, because Jack really wanted to sell this concept of what we were doing and, and, uh, and I, you know, I don't, I think if you saw like, um, sort of the, the general crowd reaction when it leaked that Foo Fighters was being made, everyone's like, ah, band pen. And I think everybody, like even internally, a lot of people probably to some degree thought, oh, it's a band pen, you know? And we were like trying to say like, no, 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 we're not making it a band pen. Like it's, that's, that's, it's, they're there, but that's not really, it's not really a band pen. So, so to be able to communicate that, you know, that was, that was probably part of the reason why, why he did that. Yeah. And also he's got that, uh, radio voice. So when he does presentations, uh, he sounds so confident. It makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Like you can trust what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, He makes me feel inadequate, uh, in my speaking <laughs> voice. He's no Jerry Thompson though, but anyway, Shout out to Jerry because he always has the most booming voice uh, oh, whenever yes. he does a podcast. Uh, so, so yeah, I think I think I worked on Venom uh, until almost Christmas of that year before, and then I started on. So, like, I think uh, I maybe had worked on it two months or something like that. Three months. I just started inking. Uh, one of the back glasses. So it was weird. So like when I, when I went to Foo Fighters and I, you know, I went so deep into Foo Fighters, you know, for, you know, 10, 11 months, whatever it was. 
uh, when I came back to Venom and I looked at stuff that I had done, I'm like, what the hell? Like, like, you know, like I, I had like a different, like I go, I, I go, oh, okay. I like this, but what was I thinking over here and stuff like that. So like trying to make uh, some adjustments on the fly and everything um, was, was uh, it was weird for me. It was different, especially because it was a rushed timeline, but, but what I did to make it all sort of gel and make sense to me was um, I talked with Greg and I'm like, one of the things that has the longest lead time uh, for parts and everything else is obviously the play field. Right. Yeah. And so they had the play field at that point. It was, it was very much sort of tuned in. It, it, there was a lot, uh, you know, little things to be, to be done, but, but it was pretty tuned in. And, and so I talked with Greg and, and Greg's like, Hey man, why don't you just jump into the play field, figure out the play field. Um, and, and from there, like, once you get back to those other pieces you'd already started, you know, you're going to sort of have kind of your anchor or whatever. And, and so the first thing I, I did when I jumped into the play field was I tried to think how in the, in the heck can I make sure this doesn't compete with Foo Fighters yeah. <laughs> visually. Now, yeah. obviously if I'm doing it, there's going to be, you know, a little bit of connective tissue in that there's certain things that I like to see. I like to do, you know, versus others. And obviously then the actual layout of the game, the shot paths, everything else that dictates a lot of it. The game rules dictate a lot of it, but, but I did go out of my way to try to make sure that these two games uh, would not look like they were coming from the same universe necessarily. And, and whether, whether uh, that was a success or not is up to other people, but, but I'm, I'm proud of what I got done. Uh, considering that I, I never had a, a weekend off uh, for two years. So there's that. Crazy. Well, and they, uh, they do look great, and they do look great. I You can definitely tell that you separated the two from each other. You know, you've got a lot of a lot of greens and whatnot inside of Foo Fighters, and with, with Venom, it's a lot of blacks and dark purples and blues complemented with reds and whatnot. And it looks really good. It looks very – they're very different from each other. I know that when you did Turtles and Avengers, the situation was – you, you said that like turtles, you originally started on that and Marvel had requested that you do Avengers and you're like, well, I'm kind of busy right now. And like, if I'm, if I'm available and you haven't found anyone, I'll do it. And then when you got down towards the end of turtles, they're like, so how you doing? Was that kind of a similar <laughs> situation with this or was it more with Venom no. Street first? Like how did that all work out? Well, so in this case it was different. So, but after Avengers, it was pretty much, uh, Marvel was just like, no, 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 no. we, we got to work with him type okay. of thing which is cool it just is very flattering it's very nice it's job security i guess uh and speaking of anyway uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, but, we'll get um, <laughs> but uh uh so so on that one i i think they had tried out a few artists even in that in that sort of time period where i was working to finish turtles and and by the time i finished turtles uh, they had basically rejected everything. And, and so it's like, okay, it's your turn. And, and at that point I said, well, listen, if I do it, I'm like, you know, like I'm gonna, you know, I'm, this is a lot to, to get done. And by the way, I would argue in hindsight, and by the way, you should never, as an artist, you should never tell people what you think about your shortcomings. <laughs> but, uh, 
I don't consider myself uh, an artist uh, because that would be pretentious. Like, no, uh, no I'm, I also don't consider myself very good at keeping my mouth shut. So I feel like had I done Avengers before Turtles, Avengers would have been a very different game visually. Yeah. Turtles would have ended up the same. So had those two flopped, I may have approached them differently. But but because I was I really changed my approach on on turtles at that time, where I'm like, okay, I'm pushing to make you know curvilinear forms, not not a lot of of you know hard edge, you know sort of rectangular shaping uh, things like that. Because I was really trying to you know whatever, it's stupid sounds pretentious so now i gotta shut up again but um uh uh but uh that that's one where i go oh man that might have might have looked you know different in this, the case of venom and foo fighters the only thing that would have been different was my headspace so i don't i think when i got back to venom once i got done with the play field and i felt pretty good about it it, it helped sort of you know when i got back to those little tiny sketches and i had to flesh them out and then ink and color and everything else, it, it made it a little bit, uh, a little bit easier um, at the end of the day, um, yeah. I think. Right. But one thing I've noticed too recently is looking at Venom and at Foo Fighters, the animations are a lot more cohesive with the artwork that you're doing. And I bring that up because, like, I love the artwork of Turtles, but I feel like the animations are lacking. So have you had something to do with the animations to make it more cohesive or is it just teams are working better together? Like how's that, how's, how's that translate? I'm not, not going to take credit for anything because Chuck Ernst and his army of, of talent are, are really the saviors of it all. So, so like for instance on turtles, I think I think people like in hindsight I look at it and I go okay so people have a complaint where they go it's a 2D animated cartoon and they decided to use 3D. Yeah. In hindsight even though it's cell shaded or whatever like in hindsight I go okay I understand what people are saying but but people I don't think understand that the amount of work to be done and the time frame to be done at that time it was the right decision. Uh, and especially because licensors do have say in what can and can't be done. So what you're really seeing on Foo Fighters, sure, my 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 pitch and idea of of doing this, you know, cartoon, this, that, and the other, um, played into it, uh, you know, stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you know. Jack was the leader of this from the get go. Jack really wanted to lean into, you know, more of a cartoony style, which, which lined up perfect for me. And then you have, uh, you know, Chuck Ernst, uh, actually seeking out, you know, some very talented, uh, individuals, uh, that, that do just that. As a matter of fact, Phil Gullett, I believe he worked on like Animaniacs and like all these awesome. other like top tier stuff. Like yeah. between you and me, and I'm dead serious, I'll help facilitate this. I could not even begin to give you the laundry list of people who work on that stuff. And and I'm actually going to try to here, uh, see if I can at least find a little. 
I've said this before. I'm like, somebody needs to just give me a list because I know all these people. I'm friends with them. But at the same time, I always forget people. But like, I think on that one, Paul uh, was was the lead. Uh, oh, no, no, no. That one was Zach. So Foo Fighters was Zach on lead. Oh, so terrible. Paul was on, on Venom as lead. And and then, um, you know, you've got the Kizavet brothers uh, who who always do amazing work, storyboarding, animation, stuff like that. So the timeframes and the budgets uh, on, on top of the creatives involved are why you get what you get. And so I think what happened was, you know, Turtles was still early in the LCD world. Yeah. In my opinion, like yeah. it was still, you know, that team of people were, were, you know, like, oh, what can we do? What can we, you know, what will the licensor let us get? And I think what you're seeing now on these last two games are really, you know, again, it's a testament to that department, Chuck's department, those guys, you know, the, the talent there. And, and, and I, I want to facilitate this. You need to get all of these guys on a podcast like you literally like maybe just the leads uh, as a starting point but but all of the artists that they work with are are amazing and and uh you know I, i'll do like character sort of turns uh for them from the get-go uh so they sort of have you know a little bit of a, a style got to go with but but then i i always defer to them i always say you guys do what you do like I've got my stuff to worry about. You worry about your stuff. If they need stuff from me, I, 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 I do it immediately and get it over to them so that they've got some reference for something or whatever. But the creativity, especially in Foo Fighters, that's that team. I don't, I don't, I don't want to take any credit for that. Gotcha. Well, you know, I came up with ideas, but they came up with better ideas of, of how to animate, you know, like what to do with it, you know? And a lot of that too, some of that came from, uh, uh, Tanyo and his writing partner as well. So it really, I mean, it, it really is, people don't understand how much of it is a, you know, a, uh, um, a collaboration on these projects and, and, you know, the, the, the game designer always is like, Oh, the game designer. And listen, they're sort of the director of it. Don't get me wrong. They, they should be. But like, you know, like for me, I'm like, uh, considered like lead artist. I'm like lead artist to what? I mean, the LCD work has a lead artist as well. Yeah. So, so for me, I look at it like, you know, there, there's, there's a whole segment of, of people that are just not well represented and, and getting the recognition they need. So, well, uh, I agree with you. We you should get on to do yeah. that. Let's do it. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, make it I'll make it happen. Sounds good to me. That's great. Yeah. And these games are looking great too. Like Foo Fighters. So you had a lot of freedom in this. Where did this freedom come from? Trust is is the best uh, place to get it. Every project I've ever worked on, uh, like I said before, even before I'm on the project, I will I'll do sketches, I'll do concepts to get buy-in and to get confidence from the licensor, from you know early on from Stern. Uh, but and so once you have that confidence, in the case of Foo Fighters, I, I had it already. Um, but at the same time, until we sort of worked out the direction and, and decided where we were going with it and got that confidence, it was a whole nother story. And, and I will say, and I, I don't want to, you know, go too far into it or, 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 you know, labor the point, but the, the point when 
unfortunately, Taylor Hawkins tragically passed was at a very crucial point in the game. Very early in some regards, when it comes to sort of, you know, getting the absolutely run with it uh, on certain key things. And that was really a gut punch to, uh, I think, to everyone. It was it was sad. It was tragic. And then as sort of we're picking up the pieces of of all of that, it's like then it's like, oh, but we also need to keep working. <laughs> like, what do we do? Like, how do we how do we uh, proceed? And and um, I just kept going at that point. I'm like, you know what? I think we probably just better move or, or you know, just keep going. Let's just assume the best. And and move on. And, and thankfully when, when the time finally came uh, and, and we, we sort of got back in and uh, you know um, after I think a lot of mourning by everyone, I think what happened was everyone said, you know what? And I think this came from, you know, came down directly from the band. Let's they're like, let's make this a celebration let's make this something for all the kids, you know? And, and at that point, like, it's like, you know, everything just sort of was like, boom, you know, that's our, you know, we're back to that, you know, focus that, that love excitement that we had prior, but now it was sort of, you know, it transformed a bit in, in a, and in a good way, in my opinion, but, but at the same time, that's not what you want to have happen. I mean, obviously like that's, it's rough. It, it, it was difficult for a lot of people on the team as well. And, and um, I mean, we're a lot, all of us are fans. I don't know that anybody on that team was not a fan. Um, and if they say they're not, um, you can punch them in the gut. Okay. This, it, I, I don't know. <laughs> I just figured that'd be funny, but, and you got to get it on, uh, you got to get video of it. I want to see it. Yes. <laughs> I'll take full responsibility. For the damage uh anyway so so yeah it's it was it was different it was different but i think everyone involved the love shows like i said before like you know when a game hits on all cylinders you know it really does show yeah and and i think i've been fortunate i try to create that from my side of it uh whenever i'm on a team um, and obviously that, you know, that's where my, my joke of, of filling my punch card comes in with, uh, you know, working with Brian Eddy and, uh, and stuff. So, so that, that was interesting because I, I had never worked with Brian before and Brian's got a completely different style. You know, every designer has a different style, you know? And so it, it was, it was, it was really coming off of that, that one with Jack and jumping back in with, with Brian, you know, he made it a lot easier to, to sort of pick up from where I was and, and go. But, but I do feel like because of the rush, I, f I felt like a little, like I was, I was sort of at a distance at times, you know, with Venom, because obviously I'm off, you know, finishing up foo and, you know, whatever. I don't know. Maybe they, <laughs> maybe that's just mentally my in in my head or or maybe they looked at me like a traitor no i'm kidding 
<laughs> You're in Camp Eddie now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But... How was so? It was obviously a different experience going in with Eddie and whatnot. You know, the first question that comes to my mind. I know you've had nothing to do with this, but we're getting so many questions of the doppelkaker is what some people are naming him because he's got such a big booty. <laughs> Was that your decision? Did you, no, did you coax the sculptor into putting a big butt? Because his butt crack goes no. all the way to the back of his neck. <laughs> no, so so um, I'm all for butts. Uh, they serve. Listen, they're just uh, you know they're just trying to um, you know help people uh, survive yeah. and and uh, get rid of waste. But but uh, oh, but I said it three times. Uh, but uh, four times. Uh, that actually was not on me. So, so I do, I did turnarounds. I did designs. I did give him a butt, but I did not, I didn't sculpt. Uh, I didn't pose the sculpt. Uh, I don't know who, who was involved in that. Uh, I like it because I look at it as a nod to Slimer because Slimer's butt, but what? yes, very true. <laughs> you, you're the connection though, too, you know, Ghostbusters and now it yeah, could be Dwight. Dwight. True. I, actually, I'm going to have to ask him that he likes big butts and cannot lie (laughs) that is one thing i will say whenever whenever you're on a team with dwight uh you want to talk about excitement dwight knows how to be excited and it's like so like every meeting like when we're coming up with ideas very early on and all the teams in there it, it like Dwight knows how to make things exciting, <laughs> and and uh, yeah, I, I always have fun working working with him. Uh, he's him and I have this weird uh, shorthand for um, occasionally misinterpreting one another, uh, which is fun, uh, but it all works out. <laughs> uh, he wouldn't deny that. <laughs> So you talked about you came back to Venom, and one of the first things you jumped into was the play field. Was this was this kind of a harder play field? Because when I look at it, there is a ton of LEDs in this game. Yeah, it was it was difficult in some regard. In, in particular, this the anchor point had to be a way to use uh, sort of those inserts that that sort of surround and encapsulate rewards, right? Yeah, and and. When I got in, because I, I was on Foo for so long, a lot of the light boards had been done and a lot of the layout of, of those inserts were, were there. And I'm like, oh, I could make it so much cooler if we could do this, this, and this. And so I fought a, a little bit. I mean, I, I don't fight, by the way, but, but I, 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 you know, kind of pushed to, to get a few of those changed. And, and thankfully, they were able to. And, and so, uh, you know, and it was minor stuff. I, I, again, when a when a designer lays something out, I don't like to step on uh, their vision, but I do know where there are certain things that you could sort of polish just a hair and, and it would make for sort of a better visual layout, you know, artistically speaking and stuff like that. And, and most, you know, every designer I've ever worked with has no problem with that. And, and so anyway, so, so once I got into it, that was my first problem is I go, Oh, I, this is a big area down here where I've got to actually communicate information. It, it, they also, each of those, you know, sort of, of ladders of completion that sort of help you encapsulate that, each of those also had to be 
communicating that they were, you know, from a different path and a different character path. And so thankfully that's where the RGBs do help a little bit because as much as I can give a visual indication subtly or not so subtly, the, the ability for Dwight to control, uh, you know, those, those light colors and everything else, it helps tremendously. But, but yeah, so, so that was, that was my big, Problem. The other thing was in the back of my head, you know, this is a Venom game, you know, and, and while, while, you know, Dwight is, is super like, he's, he might be a, a much bigger comic book nerd than I am. And, and so like, he was like, from the get go, we're going to have all the, you know, like a bunch of different hosts, you know, this, and I'm going like, but people will, if they hear Venom, they're going to want Eddie Brock. You know, type of thing. So I knew that that trying to balance that out and make sure that people are like, still, this is this is a venom. This is Eddie. Yeah. That that's where, you know, getting getting him nice and large at the bottom between the flippers was kind of like a no brainer. Like that's kind of a decision where I'm like, I don't know where else I could have gotten away with that, especially when, you know, because of the game is, has a lot of web slinging and combos and things like that. A lot of those shot paths, uh, up top represented locations, uh, not characters. Like in a lot of games, you know, it'll be a character in this case, it was locations and, you know, trying to crack the code of, of how to balance all these things and, and make it, you know, overall still a visual interesting, you know, uh, a way to break up space in, in areas, but still communicate information. It, it's always a challenge. And, and I try to uh, be very analytical and, and think it out and, and start where in areas that I understand and I don't know. And, and a lot of that was, honestly, I think all comes back to uh, working uh, on Ghostbusters with, with Greg. I'd always, I'd ask Greg, I'm like, okay. I said, so when I, when I worked with, with J-pop there, I said uh, the one thing uh, was uh, when it came to play fields, he'd always make sure that I I just had absolutely no way of knowing where I was going because he would constantly change everything. And and you know he goes okay, he's like yeah, your J pop play fields are terrible. I go oh thanks, that makes me feel good. Why'd you hire me? Yeah, <laughs> and uh, but no, but he gave, he actually gave me he gave me a lot of really great advice early on, and it really was it, you know the simplicity, and there's more to it, but the simplicity of of searching for the anchors that you understand, uh, fleshing those out, looking what's left, and then starting to prioritize, and and so to, so it's a very analytical approach. And and uh, it served me well, and I I I, I, I chalk it up to uh, Greg's influence on me. So, well, and it's done it's done great because I don't see any of your art packages and go, you know, those are terrible. They all, like I said, I feel like they all set a, a higher standard for what we're starting to see in artwork in po- pinball in general. So, you said you're a big com- comic book nerd. Did you have to do much research for Venom, or did you already know Venom? Did you know I, well, the no, I did. I, I grew up. Uh, I grew up before Todd McFarlane uh, started. Uh, I, I was reading before Todd McFarlane started his run on Amazing Spider-Man. 
I read all through that run. Uh, that was, you know, that was me like literally getting comic books, you know, begging my parents for a couple bucks so I could, you know, like, uh, get those. And, and so I read those in, in real time. I read, you know, the original Venom when, when they, they did the Venom miniseries, you know, Mark Bagley did the art, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I read all that stuff. I haven't. I haven't kept up as as uh, succinctly as Dwight has. So, so I still I still read comics, but I don't have the time. So I have such a backlog. I I'm not joking when I say this. I may have years of backlog of comics I actually have and have not gotten through. Now, some of those, some of the stuff that that this is sort of pulled from, I had read, uh, which is good. Yeah. Um, not all of it. Uh, so I did actually go back through and, and sort of catch up on a, on a few aspects. Um, uh, King and Black, uh, you know, some of that stuff I, I had not finished. I had, you know, I have the I had the books, but I didn't necessarily finish all of it. And, and so it was kind of weird um, for me to actually go in and, and like have an understanding. Uh, but then a few holes and I'm going, oh, wait a minute, what? But I got myself up to speed pretty quick. And and um, it, obviously, you know, it's one of those things where uh, at the end of the day, um, uh, I hope people do understand that, that um, uh, you know, anyone who worked on this project absolutely loves all the characters. You know, you don't you don't. At Stern, it's it's really nice that they don't force people on things and go, well, th- you, this your job is this, and here's a project you have to do this. Like they really do cultivate the creativity, yeah, which is which is uh, fantastic, and it's amazing in that regard. And that's part of the reason why I have continued to work with them as long as I have. Yeah. Well, and we do want to talk about that, but we'll tease it just a little bit longer. Yeah. One of the questions I also had too was like you did with, with Avengers, you had to do the same back classes for the premium and the Elyon Venom. Was that just a time constraint or was that? It was absolutely, it was absolutely a time constraint. And, and that was one, I don't know if you know this or not, but on Avengers, it was actually approved with just one back class. Oh, really? And I got done uh, and I said, listen, I think I had like, I don't know, three or four weeks or something. And I said, listen, you know, I think there's still aftermarket stuff to do, but I'm like, listen, just let me try to come up with something else. And, and again, both of, both of those, uh, backlashes on Avengers, it's not like I, I, you know, tried to create this, the Sistine Chapel. Like I knew my limitations to a point, but at the same time, I had to come up with something else. <laughs> I said, I'm going to get, I'm like my goal from day one. And this goes back to, you know, even working with J pop was, you know, I look at the, you know, like the, this world and back then prices weren't, you know, even what they are now. And I go, yeah. these are, these are high end pieces of art to me. They always have been. And, and I, you know, as a kid, I, I loved the artistry of it. I looked at these, you know, machines and, and was just like, uh, this is, this is just so, you know, it's such an incredible, um, thing to, to be able to do that. When I got involved, I said, I, I want, 
to show that you can do more with it. If I can, you know, meandering, uh, I'm not, I should, I shouldn't, I shouldn't probably beat a dead horse, but meandering in, you know, before I worked with Stern, uh, you know, was, it was a different beast. When I started uh, working with Stern, it was okay. We've got absolute finite schedules. And by the way, they aren't conducive to be able to do um, this type of thing, because again, this is a business where you have, you know, time constraints. And so I, I really honed in and developed my approach and sort of my way of, of being able to, to hit the marks. I can't. And one of those ways is never taking a day off. So there's that. Anyway, that's not a good one, by the way. I'm learning uh, as I get older. That's not a good one. Yeah. Well, one of your things that you first pointed out to me when Foo Fighters come out was Gary was under the flipper as a little alien that said ship it. <laughs> Is there any other Easter eggs you may have put into Venom or to Foo Fighters that you're... Yeah. You know, I actually don't set out to do uh, Easter eggs because I, I feel like unless it unless it serves a purpose, uh, and in, in the case of Gary uh, or uh, Garlian, as I like to call him, okay. in in that case, I was literally just trying to uh, make a joke to make uh, Greg laugh. And then Jack, and then Tanya, and then everyone else, and then and then it just sort of became one of those things where I'm like, okay, it'll stick in there. So, are there? I mean, there always there always are. I don't I don't know that many are as quite quite as overt as that in that regard. But gotcha. But yeah, again, time constraints. <laughs> you you focus you focus on what you can. I don't. I mean, I put a lot of stuff into, into these. Uh, I, tr again, I try to have intent. Uh, sometimes the intent is, is, is funny. Uh, I prefer funny because at the end of the day, I would like people to just look at these things and, and without even playing them, just be happy, just feel happiness, you know, smile and be like, this is cool. So that's a starting point. Um, so yeah, when I can, when I can get something in there. Uh, I like to, I, I remember, I remember on Godzilla actually just getting Manila on the play field. That, that wasn't even in the cards. I don't think at the time. And I just, <laughs> I, I kept talking with uh, Keith and I'm like, Oh, we got to get this guy in there. Like, <laughs> like, and I can't remember. And he, I don't think he was against it. It was just that there wasn't like, he just wasn't part of it at that time. Yeah. But man, did he become part of it? Oh He's yeah. Stuck, with the know, whole he, ball drain sequence. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Keith, you, you know, Keith, uh, I got to give him credit. Like, and I watch all Godzilla, and I, and I was a Godzilla fan, and I've watched him over the years many times. But he had to scour through so much over and over again, and he came up with so many good clips uh, throughout that game. And a lot of stuff that that's not didn't even make it in the game and stuff like that. Like, like uh, I got to give him credit. He 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 pours himself into that. I mean, you know, for, for my, what I do, I pour myself into it, but he has to do so much more in my opinion. And uh, not that all designers don't do that. I, I'm not trying to, but in that case, that was a big undertaking for that game. In my opinion, yeah. being able to really nail the vibe and pull the right, 
the right clips and 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 just sort of get the tone right. I think that's why people, you know, that 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 like that game. You know, a lot of it is the the personality based on sort of how he curated that stuff. Yeah, definitely. I agree. So, well, we should stop teasing everyone. I guess, you know, typically we don't ask you, you know, are you doing another game for Stern because you're contracted out? But an announcement just came out today. Why don't you tell us what what was that announcement? Oh, well, so apparently uh, I just found out, I guess I'm a Stern employee now. I didn't you just found out. You're just like, oh, oh told me. no, that's not true. That's not true. It's been in the works for a little while. I had actually been asked, uh, you know, here and there. I, I think I was I always told everyone like like George and Greg, I'm like, ah, you guys couldn't get the same work out of me if I worked, you know, if I was an employee. Which you is kind of hard true. to get. That's what that's what you were trying to do, right? Well, no, well, no, I wasn't actually. I was being dead serious because I liked the freedom to be able to walk away. Yeah. I liked being able to pick and choose other projects. But what happened was over time, I started to actually like these projects better than other projects. And I started turning away other projects to work on more projects like this. And it's and, and it wasn't it had nothing to do with with, you know, with, you know, money or or time or anything like that. It had everything to do with uh, the people and the projects like I have made a lot of really good friends at Stern over the years. And I have so much respect for everyone that I've worked with. Um, at one point, it kind of hit me and I go, well, I'd be kind of stupid not to take an opportunity to work with these people. But then the real kicker came when somebody said the word paid vacation. Anyway. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> when you realize you're like, yeah, I work myself way too hard to be nice to have a paid vacation. Yeah. And then somebody said, then, then they said benefits. And I go, what? Anyway, <laughs> Those still exist. <laughs> no, listen, you, the person to think at the end of the day, um, and there's really two, like two that I, I, I sort of put in tandem, you know, actually there's a lot of them, but, but directly it's Greg for, um, you know, basically giving me enough rope to prove that I won't hang myself, uh, over these projects over the years and, and, you know, giving me these opportunities, you know, regardless of what a licensor says, art directors can decide, you know, if that's going to work or not. And, and he was, he always had faith in me and he, he's always been uh, super supportive and, and he's always looked out for me. And along with that goes George Gomez, same thing. Yeah. You know, both of those guys have actually made me at times feel almost like I'm good at what I do. <laughs> Uh, which I question, but, but, but yeah, but then there's a, there's a lot of other people. I mean, you know, you know, obviously Jody Dankberg has gotten like the greatest licenses, you know, and you and can't a lot argue of with that. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're and, and, and yeah. And he continues to, I mean, you know, and, and, uh, you know, he's, he's been, uh, he's a good friend of mine and, and, uh, you know, he's always, like there's times where he'll be like, Hey, I'm thinking about, uh, you know, this, this, or this, eh, any of those interest you, you know, or whatever, just like off the cuff. 
you know, like occasionally. And, and, uh, I'm always like, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, first off, I have to say this, I'm not the guy for everything. So don't worry people who don't like me. I won't do your favorite game. <laughs> for instance, I would not do uh, back to the future. And, and it's not that I don't love, you know, that era and, 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 and those, those movies, I'm just totally against doing any game based on a movie that involves uh, two thirds of the runtime um, with incest jokes. Anyway, no, that's not, I'm sorry, that's not true. And that's not entirely true. No, I'm just not the right guy for it because I know a better guy for it. And, and I know someone that would be better at it. And so whatever. And, and but, but again, I, I don't know if that game ever gets made. I don't know if it does, if it's stern. I, I, I've heard all kinds of wonderful rumors. Well, there's, uh, it, those are plenty in this hobby or in oh, this I, industry. Oh, yeah. By the way, when I make that, make that joke, guys, it's stern does not have back to the future. I can tell you, I <laughs> trust me, trust me on that one. But, but anyway, I, I I, I can make other now you're, you're gonna see yourself on nap arcade in a couple days and it's gonna be like Bobby so. Getty teases back to the future it must be I true so. speaking of which i saw that uh that uh that canada guy uh posted something about uh keith elwin having two games next year and i just want to say all i've got to say to that is only two chris Ooh. anyway oh no that's i'm totally that, that's for nap arcade oh, okay uh, <laughs> i'm just i'm just trying to cause trouble no, no 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 believe me i'm not i'm not a talker but no at the end of the day yeah i'm i'm really excited and i'm really i'm honored to be a part of uh the legacy at stern i mean uh you know what what gary's uh built and 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 uh maintained over the years is uh you know not a lot of people will get to say they they worked at stern and yeah. um you know it's it's a cool thing i'm i'm not one that you know i don't really care about uh labels i don't really care too much about um you know I, I, they asked me like what do you what do you want to be called like what what's your position or something somebody asked me that and i said i don't know, employee like i don't i don't care like that you know like i don't i don't need a label you know like that doesn't prove my hopefully my work uh, it speaks for itself, and and no matter what I do, people will just go, "Oh, yeah, he's the guy who did that art." They don't go, "Oh, he's the junior art." I don't know what the hell. My, I don't even know what my. Actually, I don't even know what my uh, what I'm actually called. But but that's okay. It doesn't matter. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm very thankful, very excited, uh, and and hopefully I will continue. Uh, to keep up the the level uh, of quality, and hopefully, wherever I can, I'm going to help uh, pass along things I've learned to other uh, artists at Stern, and, and hopefully help help them make their lives easier too, if I can. Definitely, you know, on I don't your know business card, to, by the way, but <laughs> I know that, like with Jack Danger, his 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 thing is meme master or something like that. You should just be the man who makes the chimichangas. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what you do not, on your business card. Yeah, that's not bad, actually. Uh, that's not bad. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I, I actually, <laughs> would, I, I would be fine with any title that that 
it, you know, uh, I, you know, I'd be fine with just about anything really. Um, you know, president. No, anyway, <laughs> I kid, I kid, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, uh, yeah, that, that I think that, uh, that's legit now. Um, and it's been a long time coming and, uh, for years I said, you don't want to hire me. Uh, and then over time I just, uh, you know, I just really fell in love with everything. So I kind of, yeah, as long as people will continue to buy stuff and they don't hate me, hopefully I'll continue to get to do it. Sounds good. Well, I've taken up plenty of your time and I know you said you've been up since like four o'clock this morning. So I, I think we, I, I've got weird, pro- like I, I grew up, I used to, I grew up, uh, my parents or my, my dad worked construction and, and I, I would go out with him, uh, especially in the summers and on weekends. And so I tend to w- wake up early, uh, usually not 4am, but, yeah. <laughs> but when I do wake up early and I go, Oh, I'm only going to maybe get another hour of sleep. I try to, I try to just get moving because if I don't, I'm just going to feel like just drain the rest of the day. And then my, my brain doesn't work. Well, I mean, you could argue it doesn't anyway. So there's that, but, but listen, before we go, so okay. I have to ask because last yes. time it's been a long time since we talked. Yeah. Any good video games you've played in the past year? What's your you, favorite? My favorite right now. Well, legend of Zelda tears of the kingdom yeah. is amazing. Yeah. It is. And the Ninja Turtles, that new one that uh, yeah. Shredder's Revenge, if you yeah. haven't tried that one. Oh, man, that one is amazing as well. You know, they, they actually, that company uh, approached me about doing the key art for it. Oh, really? But I was I was working on pinball and I couldn't do it. But then they came back and they had me do like a limited edition uh, artwork for the, uh, the soundtrack, the, yeah. the actual physical record soundtrack. I actually have that. I got I got one of those discs, it, and the oh, art nice. looks, looks amazing. I, I love it. Oh, so. nice, nice, I, nice. I, I'm a Ninja Turtles fan too, so I was pretty stoked when you did the Ninja Turtles artwork. So, oh no, I was those guys like when they reached out, uh, and you know we had Zoom calls and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, there's like I can't. There's no way I'm gonna have time, and I felt really bad, and I like I legitimately like I felt bad. I'm like, but I'm like, there's no way because you know the project I was working on at the time for Stern. I'm like. I can't cut corners. I'm like, and I would not be able to, to, you know, do less than what I think needed to be done. And so like, it was, a, it was quite a conundrum, but it was, it was kind of an eye opening experience too for me. Cause I'm like, Oh, this is, this is interesting because I'm choosing, I'm choosing Stern over this, yeah. <laughs> which is, which was, which is kind of said something to me, right? Like, yeah. You know, it showed where, you know, number one, my loyalties were, but also, you know, why was I doing that? And so that, that sort of started some thought processes, but, but, uh, you're, you're leaving out one of the, the best games I've played this year. Okay. What is it? Resident Evil 4 remake, believe it or not. Oh my I goodness. Why. I, you know, I'm not even, I don't know. I like Resident Evil games, they're, they're, yeah. they're not the great. but, but the remake, uh, the, those remakes that Capcom has been doing, um, are, good i mean three is i never liked the original three so the three remake was eh, but yeah. uh but two and four have been fantastic well, and you had actually recommended marvel's guardians of the galaxy to me and that game was yeah. amazing too they, they did. That, isn't that surprising i never would have thought 
and, and it's not that I thought it wouldn't be good, but I kind of assume when it comes to video game, because when it comes to video games and comic books, there's been a decline over the years in quality yeah. on, on some of those things. And, and you go, well, I don't know. But but that I'm I'm thinking of that Avengers game that came out in particular. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it looked great, but it just wasn't a lot of fun. But yeah, no, that one was fun. Uh, I so I I was an early adopter of the Steam Deck. Uh, Same here. Um, yeah, big fan. I actually pulled the trigger on the ASUS uh, Ally, the ROG Ally. Nice. If you like the Steam Deck and you can handle your yourself in Windows, uh, you're gonna like it more than the Steam Deck. Really? Oh yeah, performance wise, and and the fact that you can actually play a lot of the the PC games that you can't on on the Steam Deck. Yeah, it, it's sort of a. I'm not saying I would. Actually, I'd probably wait for the Steam Deck too if if you if you are inclined because the Steam Deck OS is so great. But anyway. <laughs> so, so that's that's literally the only way I get to play anything anymore. Um, so, yeah. like, I think I think I played through um, uh, uh, Hi-Fi Rush. Okay. I, I I couldn't start Tears of the Kingdom until I was done with Venom, um, but I snuck in an, an hour or two in the late evenings here and there, and uh, I got to get back to it actually because I got I, I, I yeah. I, whatever. <laughs> the game is such then, a masterpiece. Uh, Street Fighter, Street Fighter Six. Obviously, I'm a Street Fighter nice. guy, so I love, I love yeah. that uh, as well. But um, I can't but, get uh, into fighting games. I enjoy them, but I always get my yeah. butt handed to me. So it's like I can't button mash fast enough, I guess, or do all the combos. I, I get it. No, I totally get it. The older, the older I get, and I'm twenty <laughs> plus twenty six. And, uh, and the older I get, you know, like, like, you know, even playing like a call of duty or something like that, like my tactics are different. I used to yep. be head on run in there, take everybody out one, you know, boom, boom, boom. And now I snipe anyway, you know, yeah, I get you. I get <laughs> I'm you. I'm an old man. I have to, I have to keep my distance, but. But no, I, I I only asked because last time we talked, I know you you were a big gamer as well, and and yep. uh, obviously uh, there's there's been some good stuff. Hopefully there'll be you know even better stuff. I'm looking forward to Alan Wake two. Yep. And uh, and Starfield has me interested. I'm hoping that it, it turns out okay. And obviously Spider Man two for uh, PlayStation. Um, yeah. Those are those are the the three games that I'm focused on for the rest of the year in theory. <laughs> Well, I know one uh, game that you talked about was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater when you came on. Yeah, last. oh yeah, I love that. Oh man, if we could get it, if you should put in a good word down there at Stern to get a pro pro skater. I've talked about listen, I've talked about it endlessly. Don't get me started. No, I've talked about it endlessly because I think I think it's so ripe for it. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I and you know what's funny is uh, well, I don't I don't want to say that because I don't want to pick favorites. I, I love all the designers there, but I can think of two designers because of two different reasons by the way that that could do that game justice i think um, yeah but but whatever all of them could don't get me wrong but but i think two of them i know for a fact are totally into it yes <laughs> so there's that but but yeah no i think i think that would be great i've said this before um you know we, we've 
we kind of live in a, a world now where, where it's media overload, overload, oh, yeah. like where, where like, you know, literally we, we all carry around a personal device. That's just media consumption. I mean, like, even though we're using it for communication, it's really media communication uh, at the yeah. same time. And, uh, and so I go, Oh man, you know, like we're, we're, you know, we've got the comic books are, are popular, which by the way, when I was in high school and when I read comics, uh, people weren't going, uh, Oh, you're awesome. Cause you read comics. They were saying the opposite. <laughs> so, so the fact that like, I remember going to my high my school, I think it was like my 15 or 20 year high school reunion. Obviously I don't remember that well. So I'm lying <laughs> apparently, but no, it was one of those. It was one of those. And, uh, there was this one person and I'm not going to even give gender on it because I don't want them to hear this and, and get their feelings hurt. Um, by the way, no one's going to hear this, uh, that, uh, that I went to high school with, but, um, I'm trying to be nice, but except for Patterson, uh, right? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. It was Jeff Patterson. No, no. Uh, so it, and they, and they were all talking about like the latest, like Marvel movie at that time. And, yeah. uh, and I'm like, Oh, that's funny. That's I'm like, that's awesome that you, you like that. Cause I remember that, you know, like I, at one time and I had like, uh, a, a, I think it was a Spider-Man shirt on or something. And, uh, and you were, you guys were like making fun of me and calling me a little kid and all this stuff like that. And, uh, they got angry, like, well, but that was then. And I'm like, well, I said, I'm not trying to make a big deal out of it. I'm just saying like, isn't it funny how things have changed? And now like, you guys are like, this is cool. I'm like, it was cool back then too. Like you would have loved it and probably enjoyed the movie more now had yeah. you actually been a nerd, but whatever. Uh, so anyway, that's not where I was going with it. <laughs> It's just an anecdote, but no, and it's not a good one. There's no point to it. But I think the 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 next place to farm, because we got the comic books, we got television shows, we got movies, and how many classic movies are made uh, in the last decade? Oh yeah, yeah not very many. Yeah, you know, not very like many. Maybe yeah. I mean, who knows? We'll see that the we'll, we'll find out in twenty years. But video games—that's where you go. Yeah, definitely. I, I've, I've said before, the, the one thing I would love to do is is uh, mine like Sega or something like that, right? Like do like, a, you know, like you could, there's so many properties, you know, there's got it. what's Sega doing? They don't do much. Anyway, I, Space uh, Harrier, anything. No, no, I'd be down for anything. But uh, but yeah, so that that's my whole thing. I'm like, uh, I think uh, eventually we'll, we'll get there. I mean, we're kind of getting there now, aren't we? Like, is yeah, there any, I'm trying to think, what was... Are there any video game pinball machines at this time? Obviously, there's been Street Fighter, there's been Super Mario, stuff like that. Roller Coaster Tycoon, if you really want to. Oh, that's that. true. That's good. That's a good point. Yeah. That actually it, that, might... That's what ruined it for us. Well, Big Buck Hunter <laughs> as well. <laughs> that's a good point. Roller Coaster Tycoon. Who would have thought? What about the. Isn't there that, like, one? There's like a. You drive a semi truck in the snow. What's that one called? That'd make a oh. great pinball game. You just make Goat Simulator the pinball game. Actually, I'd be okay with that. Lots of air balls. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to be honest. Have you played Goat, Goat Simulator 3, the latest one? I haven't. Is it? They actually made it a game now. Like like before, you know, it's nonsense. Now it's nonsense with purpose. Yeah. And I got to be honest. It's actually pretty enjoyable to meander around. <laughs> Kind of, kind of like uh, what's that? The deer simulator or whatever. But he can walk on two legs with yes. a gun, and he hunts yeah, it's people. Better than, 
<laughs> yeah, it's better. It's more refined than that in regards yeah. to what can be done. But it's you're right. You're you're in the same wheelhouse there. Um, it's very similar. Um, visually, though, I don't know what I <laughs> I don't know what you could do with a game like that. Um, but it's interesting. So. Anyway, okay, that's it. We'll we'll have more video game conversations uh, off camera so we don't annoy people. Okay. Well, are you going to Expo this year? Yes, I think it's Perfect. the the only show. I, I think I actually no, I take that back. I'm supposed to go to the the tilt amusement thing in a couple weeks here. Okay, what yeah. Is that? Or what is it? The, the tilt gate. Uh, the night. I can't think of what the it's tailgate called. party. Tailgate party. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going with with Tanya and Jack. Nice. So the the whole team of three of us will be there. That's a, obviously there's many that won't be because the whole yeah. team would be all those people I talked about before that you have to get on your podcast. Uh, and we'll talk about that. Um, Sounds great. But, uh, yeah. Other than that, no, I'm going to expo. That's the only thing that's on the docket. And uh, unless they tell me, to go, I was supposed to go to Comic-Con by the way, San Diego Comic-Con for the, the Venom thing, but I'm not a lot of fun. Uh, I'm not fun, and I don't. I don't like to travel. Uh, you by... can't drink Gary under the table, huh? <laughs> I know I'm not fun like that at all. I wish I was like, and I wish that I. I, I have lots of uh, lots of uh, issues, um, especially in planes. Uh, my last few flights were so traumatic that that I just it's really hard for. So like I I'll do whatever I can to get out of flying whenever i can now it's very unhealthy you shouldn't be that way but not a lot you can do anyway so and again i'm just not fun because i look at it you know if it would have been like oh you get to do a a comic-con panel like you're legit like that's what my friends would say like who are artists yeah and and i would say but i'd have to fly and i don't want to (laughs) fly so stupid anyway that's another that's a whole other podcast (laughs) well we appreciate you coming on if someone wants to get a hold of you what's the best way to get a hold of you if you even want Uh, someone bothering you i know keith's like no (laughs) oh well so you can uh reach me via keith elwin (laughs) that seals it uh no i i think i still i I still have zombieeddy.com and i've got a contact form on there whatever or you can just email uh you know whatever i think i've got a stern email now but it's not it's not it's not zombie yeti it's jeremy Jeremy packer uh, Packer, which is not as cool sounding (laughs) but that's okay but that's okay it is funny though, like your name is so synonymous. Zombie Yeti is so synonymous that when, when when you do say Jeremy Packard, people are like, "Who's that?" Yeah, you I mean, know. Like it, yeah. It's not very cool, and people are like, "Who's that?" And then and then, as you can see, I just I got all my uh, got all my hair and beard trimmed to look like an adult. Nice. Uh, so so I got to tell you this one. I swear, and you can ch- stop recording because we'll bore people to death. But but I got to tell you this one. So I went. Uh, and, and again, I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings here uh, who may have cut my hair, but I went to get a haircut and and uh, the, the it's a friend of the family who, who uh, has a, a, a you know this, this business and I've cut my hair a billion times. 
And, uh, and I, it's for some reason, I don't know what was miscommunicated, but I walked out of there and I looked like, uh, like, uh, Steve Perry from like 1985 or something. Like, <laughs> and I go, what happened? Like, <laughs> I don't understand what happened. And like, listen, I don't mind looking goofy cause I yeah. am by default, but, uh, but I just really, and I'm like, oh, I can't do this. And so the next day I went to, uh, barber and i said uh, hey make me look like i was uh like i live in the now and uh and so <laughs> he cut all my hair off anyway nice. it'll grow out <laughs> don't worry it'll grow out but i will not show you photos either of what it looked like before but it was not a good look for me you that's impressive you took photos it's one of those ones that usually throw away and you pretend it never happened <laughs> oh no i had to i had to like show my wife before I got home, I'm like, oh, prepare yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, anyway. what, well, if you want to get a hold of us, we are Loser Kid Pinball Podcast at gmail.com. We're on all the socials Twitter, YouTube, uh, Facebook. I guess it's not Twitter anymore. Sorry, X. Uh, I don't all, understand that. Whatever. <laughs> it's all at Loser Kid Pinball. Uh, check out our merch on silverballswag.com slash loser kid. Uh, I'm wearing the George Fisher. Don't panic flip shirt. It's very awesome. You should go get yourself one as well. Nice. Well, we thank you, Jeremy, for coming on. And it's always great to have you on. And uh, I guess we'll see everyone in two weeks. <laughs>